0: Kinichuwa from College Hill, this is the War Shack, Japan update from the 13th of July 2022, a quick summary of what's going down in Japan. On Friday the 8th, Japan witnessed an unexpected event right before elections. Shinzo Abe, the former and longest serving Prime Minister of Japan, was assassinated while delivering a public campaign speech in our city. Police have detained the primary suspect, Tetsuya Yadagami, who used an improvised and homemade gun to carry out the attack. Unemployed Yadagami told investigators he holds hatred towards a certain group that he thought Abe was connected to, the Moonies. These are members of the Unification Church in Japan, also known as the Family Federation for World Peace and Unification. The Unification Church was founded in South Korea in 1954 by the late Sun Myung Moon, The Munis also hold an anti-communist political stance. Some media outlets are reporting that Yanagami's mother was a member of this group and that this religious movement has left their family bankrupt. Many people say that the former prime minister's policies had a positive impact on Japan's economy and international cooperation. From December 2012 to 2020, Abe dominated the political scene and gained more public support. Along with his party, the Liberal Democratic Party, or LPD, he implemented some economic measures popularly known as Abenomics. These measures were a key element in supporting the Bank of Japan because of the efforts they made in improving international cooperation alongside domestic economics. That said, some negative criticism came around the assassination, with many saying that there is a pitfall in Japanese political security. Still, the murder of Abe left many Japanese and part of the international community, devastated. South Korea's President, Yoon Suk-yeol, visited the Japanese embassy to express his condolences in person. Yoon stated in a tweet that such a brutal attack against democracy is, quote, utterly unacceptable, end of quote. The United States Secretary of Security, Antony Blinken, stopped in Tokyo on Monday the 11th to offer the Japanese his condolences as well. Other global leaders have shown their deepest feelings of respect and sympathy for Japan's loss. On that note, on Sunday the 10th, Putin said that, quote, the world would never witness such a great prime minister again, end quote. On Monday the 11th, Shinzo Abe's wake was held at LPD's headquarters. On that note about the LPD, Japan's 26th House of Counselors election took place on Sunday the 10th. 125 of the 248 seats were contested in the upper house of the national diet. The ruling party, the LPD, and its coalition partner, the conservative Gomihito Party or NKP, won 75 seats, thus keeping the majority in the upper chamber. Both the elections and Abe's assassination affected the market. On Monday the 11th, the yen lost a bit of its value, and the current exchange rate now stands at 137 against the dollar, which has added an additional burden to the Japanese economy. According to the World Food Programme. Because of the drop in exchange rate, coupled with Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Japan may experience a food shortage in the near future. The United Nations World Food Program Secretary General David Belsley also stated on Tuesday the 12th of July that there might be a scarcity of rice and staple food because of fertilizer shortages. Let's move on to some news about the COVID-19 pandemic. On Sunday the 10th, the Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare reported that the weekly infections had doubled from last week, and in Tokyo alone, with almost 10,000 cases. The total number of confirmed cases in the country reached almost 37,000. According to the ministry, the Omicron sub-variant BA.5 is more infectious than any predominant BA.2 variant before. As for the weather forecast this week, there might be heavy rains in northeast-west Japan. 100 millimeters of rain are expected to fall from Wednesday the 13th to Sunday the 17th. It's only a pity that it did not rain on Sunday the 10th in the Asaminani Ward in Hiroshima, since a fire broke out in an apartment. 16 fire trucks pursued to tackle the flames, but luckily no one was injured. In other news, the major convenience store Lawson announced its operating revenue of almost 237.7 billion yen. That's around $1.7 billion. Their fast food, karajekun or fried chicken, is their best-selling item, but they also made a profit with selling concert tickets and movie tickets. Earlier this month, Aya Sugimoto, chairwoman of the Animal, Environment, and Welfare Association, disclosed that in March, the association discovered that over 400 dogs were bred in an inappropriate environment and abused in Matsumo City and Nagamo Prefecture. After investigations, the dog dealer was arrested for animal cruelty. Sugimoto also said that such acts were, quote, pure work of evil and inhumane, end quote. Speaking of dogs, on Sunday the 10th, two of the cutest police dogs, Kairin and Fuji, retired from service at a Totori police station. They retired after nine years of service. That's around 80 human years. On our last day, the two dogs showed up in police uniforms and interacted with kids who sang them a thank you song for their service. One of the biggest hits on social media is the unmelting ice cream. A local manju shop in Tanayi City in Niigata created a special ice cream which lasts around 30 minutes straight without changing its shape, even in the hot summer. The secret behind making that sticky and lasting ice cream is using rice powder, which gives a unique texture and flavor. One unmeltable ice cream costs around 300 yen. That's around $2 here in the U.S. According to Google Search Analytics, in a recent survey conducted on Tuesday the 12th, Japan ranked second among countries where people were willing to relocate. At the top of that list was Canada. Perhaps the popularity of living Japan comes from pop culture, robotics, and life longevity parameters. Speaking of longevity, one out of four Japanese companies allow elders to work until the age of 70. Even though this is not entirely legal, elderly people are asking to keep working past their retirement age, which is 65. In light of this, the government is rethinking to amend its laws accordingly. And now for some news, especially for Naruto fans. An official Naruto live-action play is coming soon this year. The Tale of Naruto Uzumaki will be in Tokyo's Nippon Senenkan Hall from the 4th to the 13th of December. You'll be able to purchase a ticket online in November. The tickets will start around 8,000 yen. That's around 70 US dollars. Unfortunately, not everything is good news for anime fans this week. The creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! Kazuki Takahashi was found dead on Wednesday the 6th on the coast of Nago City in Okinawa Prefecture. The Japanese Coast Guard are yet to determine the cause of his death, but they suspect he may have committed suicide. Damanaka was 60 years old. That's it for this week. Would you like to talk to us about Japan's traditional food or folk dances? Let us know at podcasts at Rorschach.com. Matane!